You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey Santa! You could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition! That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, welcome to it. It is a Tuesday night. A badge and Jace here tonight on Sports Day. Welcome to it. I'm in the Sports Day studio. Badge in his home And studio. I'm not. Right, again, are you worried about catching COVID from me? Yep. Yes. I'm squeaky clean. You know I'm the healthiest member of you, the mate, show, you, Badge, by the way. You don't, you know, you, I don't think you get a choice. I think there's some very clean people out there who have caught COVID and others that are pretty messy and dirty that probably haven't. Happy New Year. I don't think it discriminates, Woogie. How are you, mate? Happy yeah, good New way Year. To Happy start. New Year to all, to all of our listeners too. Yeah, I know. You're blowing up again about me not being in there. I'm being I safe. miss you, Badge. You don't. You just... No, you're right. you got to push an extra button, so it it's causes just, you all sorts of angst. It does. It upset. And we haven't even set up our <laughs> Skype for tonight either. Oh, I'm ready to go. No, I'm not actually. <laughs> I put pants on today. <laughs> hey, what a big day. What a yeah, big day. It, there's so much happening in the world right now. We're seeing COVID numbers uh, go through the roof. Of course, we've seen uh, changes to our test teams for the fourth test tomorrow. Oh, there's an ex-cyclone battering the uh, the Gold Coast coast. Yeah. With, I, I, I still don't know. Where'd that, I don't, everyone's probably seen that footage of that uh, shipping container, right? Where... where Who's got one of Who's got one of those at the beach anyway? <laughs> it's got one of them in their yard. I don't even know where it came from. Has it was come it, from a ship? Was it maybe in the? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Was it in the surf club's car park or something? I, I, I haven't looked into it that far, but um, could you get onto that? Pretty for us horrific. Yeah, crazy. Absolutely crazy. crazy. Be so careful. A lot of rain, big surf, big swells, everything uh, around northern New South Wales and also uh, southeast Queensland at the moment for tropical ex-cyclone Seth. What a horrible name for a cyclone as well. Mm. So I just think of the comedian Seth, Seth Rogen. Oh, uh, Seth. Isn't that one of the names for the devil or something, Seth? Or Oh, is it? Something like that. Right again. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. If you want to jump on board tonight, tell us your name, of course, uh, where you're listening to us from, and uh, and how you're listening to us. We'd love you to be involved tonight. A few things we will get to. Uh, Anthony Hudson, uh, the SCN Test cricket commentator, will join us soon to preview uh, the pink test, which starts tomorrow at the yeah. SCG. Bit of rain around, Badge. This could be the Poms' best chance to get you know some sort of result like in their favour. Yes. If they, if they don't go the full... No, we only need two and a, two and a half days. Um, yeah, a couple of changes, one one or two to each side. So, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about those. Benny Eichen, um, he's jumping yeah. on board as well. And, of course, he's, Benny, he's the GM, isn't he, of football at, uh, at the Broncos? At the Broncos. Um, and we're going to have a chat to him. Uh, there's a lot of stuff around about... I quite, don't quite kind of get it, but we do understand that players in all sorts of sports are, are subject to heavy, heavier restrictions than everyone else around COVID and whatever. But 
I want. I wonder if um, clubs would be better off if if most of their players got COVID now. If mm. NRL clubs and and well, I, maybe I'm completely out of line here for suggesting that because some people are going to get very sick and could get very sick. But they've all been. We well, believe they've all been double vaxxed. If they've been double vaxxed, are they better off if they got it got it now? Um, and, then what? And then during the season, some sort of some sort of herd immunity. Well, I, I don't think you can get it. Well, you, oh, I, you can't I get know. it during the season. Can, no, can you get it again? And and are you, you're much less likely to get it again if you get it the first time. Well, I'll spend about your that. immunity specifically for that co- strain of COVID. So, oh yeah, I'm just so uh, chat about this across the weekend with some people. Are oh, they better off getting it? Most of them, or all of them, getting it now because you don't want half your team to go down one week, do you? No. And miss a couple of games. And how do you how do you cope with that? Where do you get your players from? So, are you suggesting perhaps badge that? Um, that the Broncos get all of their players together and they should just start a snog fest, kissing each other and just spreading it that way. So they all get you it are done and dusted. and creepy. Well, if there's a club that's going to do it. Talking about that sort of stuff. Oh, Wouldn't, wouldn't happen at the Rabbitohs. No, but uh, at, if, if, you, if it happened up north at the Cows, would that be called herd immunity? Hey, yeah. hang on a no, second. Actually, Nate, that's really good. It's Kyle and Jackie O. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Jackie. You, de- you deserve the good stuff. Hey, uh, uh, breaking news this afternoon around BBL11. The Brisbane Heat have become the fourth uh, KFC BBL club to be hit by COVID-19 yeah. in the past week. Badge. Now, it's, it's forced a scheduled change. So they were meant to play tonight, right, at uh, yep. Metricon? That's right. There's three games on the Goldie. If you have tickets for tonight, you can go on the website or there's a number to contact if you want to make other arrangements. There is another game on tonight. They've swapped them over. I think it must be around the heat being unable to get their team together because of these late you know, COVID dramas. So the Scorchers and Sixers will play tonight. They mm. were going to be on Thursday night. Um, and, the, and the Heat's game against the Sixers will be tomorrow night. Yeah, right. Okay. All right, yeah, and then another game on Thursday night. Yeah, I, I, yeah which will be the Heat, won't it? I think. So there's oh, still three know. games in a row yeah. on the Goldie, but the different teams are playing. Yeah, and, just, and obviously, if you're a Heat fan, you probably don't want to go and watch the Scorchers and Sixers. Well, tonight. don't talk it down. I mean, no, but if you're a, if you're a specifically a Heat fan, but if you're just a T20 fan, you want to go and watch a game and you happen to have tickets for tonight. I'm yes. sure there are people who'll just still go along. Right, yeah. I mean, right. no doubt to our uh, listeners listening through 104.1. Uh, on on the Tweed and throughout the Gold Coast, they might still go, even though you're talking down the Big Bash tonight, even I'm though the Heat aren't there. They had a win the other night. Your chances of watching your team win if they're not even playing. Does anyone on the Gold Coast go for the Heat? When's that? Wasn't well, there's talk- no Gold Coast team. Are they more likely to go for the Heat, aren't they? There was more. There's meant to be talk. There was talk several years ago that the Gold Coast were meant to get a team. Yeah, Clive. I think Clive was going to run that was team. It? He was going to be. He was going to. He was. He was going to be fielding at first slip as well. Hot topic tonight. Clive. Love you to get first slip. Not much to get past Clive. No, no. He's going to field at first, second, and third slip. <laughs> Do you think he'd need a runner? Oh, he'd be worse he than a Juna Ranatunga. He just hit boundaries. He just would he rock off the back foot. He'd be. Pulling and <laughs> it'd be a good puller. Out <laughs> <laughs> about that. Um, hot topic tonight, and I like this. Uh, badge Ian Chapel says we don't need cricket coaches. Now, coming from a, a place uh, uh, from a person who's never played any professional sport, I agree. In cricket, I don't think you need 
a national head coach. Your thoughts? Why? Well, why? Uh, they, they never used to have any before John Buchanan, right? Wasn't John? No, uh, Bob Simpson was the first Bob one. Bob Simpson wasn't it? in yeah. the late early eighties, yeah. So yeah, they he managed the to coach. Su- he was great. They managed to survive okay. Don't you just have your skipper and your leadership and you, probably your trainers? Isn't it? Isn't it well, the that's role? where Ian Chappell's come from, and he and he was the captain at that time, and he un- that was the system when he was there, and he's. I think he's almost saying there's too many cooks spoil the broth, and I have heard this from him and other old school commentators and people before. Um, no, I, I don't agree with him, but that you know, I've I had people that have said state of origin teams and Australian teams. Why do you need a coach? The best players, they'll just go and play. But mm. it doesn't work that way, you know. You you do need guidance and direction and and other opinions and. Um, but that can all happen. I think they're all better for it. That can all happen in preparation, though, can't it? Like with selectors no, and no. and the and the chairman of selectors. No, coaches do a. It look, it's a, and being a captain of the Australian cricket team now, can you imagine that? We just go, Pat Cummins, you're the captain coach. Like it's a massive job as far as not just what you've got to do on the field, but all the media commitments and everything else that comes with it. It's and, and has been rightfully called, you know, the the second most important job in Australia behind the PM position in Australia, and you want them to be the coach as well. And mm. a selector, really? I, I think it's crazy. But he's talking about Chris Silverwood getting, you know, the, the English coach getting the sack. He's saying, well, just let Joe Root take over. Whoever's the captain, they can run the whole thing. I, yeah, I, I think it's um, oh, yeah. very, very old school. But, but that's when it comes to disagree. game day, right? That's when it comes to game day and match day, right? So uh, what, what, what say does the coach have once it's up and running? I mean, you've got your support staff. Yeah, they're give, there. They give, it's not just having a say. That's like saying, what, what say does the coach have once a footy team's on the field? It's different, it's, They can send messages out, you know, and you can pick up things from the stand that others can't pick up. And you'll have certain players that'll say to the coach, hey, can you keep an eye on this for me? And they can, uh, you know, you're, you're in the stand having a replay of every bowl and seeing what, you know, where the bowler's pitching if, if your team's batting. And you, there's a lot more information you can process to pass stuff on. Mm-hmm. I think it's extremely important to have a coach. What are your thoughts? 0457 736 736. I'm not too sure I agree with you on this one, Badge. I think I'm... Well, I think you don't. You've already <laughs> declared that I'm, you don't. I'm on Chappelle's team on this one, mate. Absolutely. You're scared of him. I am. That's why. One of the greatest people I've met, though. You know when you... I mean, it wouldn't happen to you because people did this when they met you, Badge. But the day I met Chappelle, I melted. I was like a six-year-old kid with my first cricket bat. No. I was the same when I when I met Greg Chappell. Alan oh, yeah. Border for the first time, AB. Is yeah. it because we grew up watching them on telly? And yeah, and you're, you're and they were heroes. In such high regard. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not that much younger than AB. Probably, I'd say, about five or six years younger. But still, you know, he was captain in the Australian cricket side. And I, yeah, you just, wow. Yeah, I was, pre- I, was, I, was, I was fangirling, so to speak. 0457 736 736. Do we need cricket coaches? At the, the Australian, top level. At the top level. Oh, yeah. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Don't forget to send us uh, your name, uh, where you're listening tonight, and, and how you're listening. Hey, now, what are the changes to these teams, Woogie? Uh, I know um, we've brought Kawaja in. Yep. Uh, he's in for Travis Head, of for course, Head, who's Head. got COVID and mm. has remained behind in Melbourne. Stuart Broad's in for Robinson uh, in the England team. Uh, and that that's it. They're yeah. the changes. Um, it's Scott Boland keeps his spot. Well, he's in the 12. Just kept his uh, spot. Yeah. Yeah, well... Six, six for seven. seven. <laughs> We're going to talk to um, Hutto soon. Anthony Hutto. Have you seen his other nickname? No, well, that's not. Wiki- on his Wikipedia. Anyway, <laughs> well, I'm not going to mention what it is. No, you can't. Um, so, 
Yeah, I want to ask him about Scott Boland and and uh, and Josh Hazelwood. I'd, obviously, he he wasn't available. If he was available, he'd be in, back in for sure. Well, that seems to be the the general vibe, right? So, but yeah, um, yeah he hasn't pulled up okay. Um, Badge, can I mention something else unsports related that occurred on? Uh, I think it was a, I think it was New Year's Day our time. I remember I was doing a show on New Year's Day and this news came out that uh, mm. the great Betty White passed away, the last of the Golden Girls. Right. On the weekend. Yes. Age 99. What was he? She's about three weeks away from three making the big ton. Well, that's exactly what she's got in common with Sir Donald Bradman. They're both finished at 99.94. There you go. But oh. I, I spoke to our colleague uh, and, and general creepy uh, bloke, uh, Scott Sattler, on Saturday. Well, on, on Saturday. he's <laughs> not the one in our studio nicknamed creepy, but keep going. He brought up the subject about who was the hottest, the hottest golden girl. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, and it, it was a really hard one because Betty White, she was cute. She was the innocent one, wasn't she? Was um, she was Rose, I think. Was she? Okay. Yeah, she was Rose, and yes, yeah, she was she was a good sort. Uh, but yeah, who were the others? Uh, Dorothy, no, no, B. Arthur, not She's my a type. Dinosaur, bit of a dinosaur. What? Yeah. You you can't say Dorothy. that. Oh, sorry, it was a do- dinosaur. B. Arthur wasn't my type. Might be yours. I, I'm not sure. Um, nice lady though. Uh, mm-hmm. We we agreed on Blanche because she was a bit looser. <laughs> is that is that God God rest she, her soul? And and Betty wasn't the oldest one there, was she? There was no lady in it. Uh, I think that was B. Arthur Dorothy. No. Or then it was Blanche. No, no, the it, loose that was one. it was Dorothy's mother. Oh yes, the little one. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophia. 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 Okay. Yeah, but yeah, she wasn't three. Oh. She's probably the cutest of them all. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. How she, do you and Sats chat? That was your topic. You chatted about the hottest well, of the Golden Girls. It was the breaking news. And oh. I just thought, oh, before we talk about rugby league, let's let's talk <laughs> about the Golden Girls. But what a great – Golden Girls reminds me of summer growing up. So you, I think it used to be on over summer. You, obviously, you stayed a lot at your nana's house. <laughs> no. Uh, unfortunately, that's what my parents. Uh, oh, this is this is the nightclubs you were hanging out in as you were growing up. No, no, I was younger yeah. than that. Where I was were hanging, you? I know man, the days when you only had one television badge, hey, and you had oh, to get up okay. and change the channels. Oh, okay. Oh four. Yeah. No, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. You are not asking people about the Golden Girls and who was the hottest, hottest Golden Girl? Woogie. They're all dead now. I'm I'm opting out of this one. I can't. I can't. Don't forget to put your name. Don't forget to put your name on it, uh, and where you're listening and how you're listening to us. G'day, the great bad Sats and Justin. Yeah, right. Eh? Uh, given the "I'm a celebrity, get me out of here" theme to the tune of "Always Look on the Bright Side of Life" is unfortunately well entrenched in all our minds. Let me ask you guys if you watched last night's first episode. Uh, hey Sats, what do you think about the David? Well, funny Sats is on holidays. Uh, Glenn, the Newcastle the... reality. Yes. What do you think of what? Uh, the David. I was going to talk about this later in the show. In our what is it? Our Tuesday. What's that topic? That's that new thing we do. That new segment called. I'm the producer, aren't I? Uh, oh, it's called Tuesday True or False. Oh yeah. Okay. I was going to ask about. I did. No, Glenn. I, I didn't. Did, you didn't watch it, did you, Badge? No. Uh, no, I was sorting out my sock drawer. It was only, I think it was only a couple of people. I think Nathan Buckley's in it. I don't know why he's in it. Like, seriously, Bucks, you're ruining your career by going on that show. But the David, do you want me to read but about l- this bloke? At least he's a celebrity. 
That's right. Like he can he can actually say, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. But yeah. the David is a super influencer with 3.9 million followers. The David, as he From is where? known by his fans, I don't know, social media somewhere. No, but is he Australian? I, I don't know. I didn't watch it. He's a renowned shoe designer. He is the creative force behind the 8-inch Daves, a pair of sky-high heels made famous by Miley Cyrus after she was spotted wearing them during her set in Glastonbury. So he's American. Or maybe he's Must, maybe, English, uh, don't Scottish. Know. Trust us or don't when we say he is uber-famous. Uber-famous. My God. So he drives an Uber. Yes. <laughs> And yeah. sells shoes out the boot. Yeah, right. that's the David. Okay, the David. Anyone who refers to himself in the third person is a knob. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what we think of the David. Sats, yeah. I'm on your side. Sats is not here, Gary. Um, Sats, I'm on your side because we need cricket coaches at top level. If we don't have them to make decisions and selections, it will cause so much disharmony in the team. If the captain had to drop players and tell them some hard things about how they perform, toughen up, yeah. skippers. That's why you're on the big bucks. Yes. Hey, Johnny Rabbit's getting ahead of us here. McClane, we haven't talked about this yet. Uh, from He's listening in uh, on 2GF in Grafton. Good evening, gents. Fergo's career in Japanese rugby was a very short one. Where to next? South of France. Um, yeah, of course, the news on the weekend of Blake Ferguson uh, was um, arrested, I think, and charged for over allegedly drug possession in Japan and sacked by his club. They haven't even, he hasn't even played a game yet. He's switching was switching to Japanese rugby. So he's in a lot of strife there, isn't he? Mm. Uh, don't know where to next. He certainly, well, I can't see him coming back here. I'd be very, very surprised. But um, French rugby, you're right, French rugby is a bit of a, um, a, a go-to. Yes, and they don't really care about your past. They just want to get players that are capable. And we don't, we think he would be okay in rugby. Mm. Oh, but the fact that you also it's been alleged he punched someone in the restaurant as well like mm. come on mate it's not your country for starters to start carrying on like a pork chop got to be careful haven't you overseas. absolutely hey badge we've got to go to a break St Boards sent us a text a text Saint hey Board. welcome to the New Zealand show of sports day is that South African or New Zealand then um, anyway what did St Boyd text us He's got bad stop being creepy now. No more older older girls. Cheers. I don't want to talk about it, St. Boyd. Well, badge. Woogie's been talking about the Golden Girls. You raised it. The... <laughs> I did not. You said in our production meeting today, hey, mate, those Golden Girls were all right. They went good, you said. Yeah. And don't you... let the truth get in the way of a good story. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. if you want to join the show. I'd love to hear from you tonight. Uh, don't forget to to text us your name, uh, where you're listening and how you're listening as well. Uh, particularly your thoughts on cricket coaches at the top level. Do we need them? Uh, let's get to a break. Uh, up next, when we come back, Anthony Hudson, part of the SEN commentary team for the fourth test, joins us next on Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, the fourth test kicks off tomorrow, Badge, as you know, at the SCG. This one might yeah. be over in two and a half days as well. Who knows? Although, yeah, who knows? I mean, this uh, this Australian team looks fantastic. Uh, only the one change. 
And um, the Poms, well, who knows what sort of team's going to turn up. And they've all been using all sorts of excuses. I saw I saw an interview today where they're blaming the toss and all sorts of different things. I reckon they're just playing bad cricket. This man's calling it ball by ball for SEN. Uh, at the moment, he's just fine-tuning his golf skills uh, on a dry, <laughs> driving range. Uh, SEN's Anthony Hudson joins us. G'day, Hutto. Uh, Gary, it's great to be talking to you. Uh, yes, I must admit, just headlong in preparation and just needed a tiny break just to focus in on uh, on the on the little white ball and I'm sure that'll somehow work its way into the cricket commentary tomorrow. But uh, yeah, hopefully we get away. The most in, the biggest uh, impediment apart from the uh, the pathetic palms at the moment is going to be the weather, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Hado, before we get into the interview, can I just ask you a quick question about your Wikipedia profile? Have you seen <laughs> it lately? Oh, no. No, I haven't. Have, have your do your mates know how to edit Wikipedia? Have you got a nickname other than Hutto? <laughs> no, not that I know of. Okay, well, well we, we won't bring tell this up. you. We, won't, you we can leave that to our listeners. There's kids listening. Hutto, you better, when you finish at the driving range, find out which mate has updated your Wikipedia profile. All right? Mm. Right, okay. We we were going to check which wood you were driving with today, actually, but we'll <laughs> leave it at that. Hey, Hutto, mate, can you make a case for the Poms? Can you make a case for this test going into at least the fourth day? Only only with weather. That's the only way I can make a case for it um, because, uh, yeah, their form has been so poor um, and, you know, obviously they don't have a coach at the moment or yeah, COVID-affected. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I suppose the only thing of being a dead rubber, that might be just never know quite what's going to happen in a, in a, in a match like that. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it's very hard to make a case for them being able to extend the, the, the match beyond four days, given that they were rolled for under 70 in their last innings and, and it's just been so difficult for them. So, mm. yeah, I mean, look, as I said, you never know in a dead rubber, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough going, that's for sure, to uh, have any confidence whatsoever in, in what they're going to churn out. Well, before we focus on the Aussie side, and, um, and there are some, some, um, some big decisions there, um, if they have, the Poms would have to play, their, well, their best players would have to be at their very best, I would say, to give them the chance, uh, any sort of chance, which leads me to Stuart Broad, Missing out at on its election at the Gabba and the MCG, what was you know what was going on there, and, and, and how big of a stuff up was that? Uh, look, it was significant. I, I guess we'll never know, will we? And that's the that's the disappointing thing. If Broad had played in Brisbane instead of Leach, and therefore they win the toss and, and bowl rather than bat, then the whole thing could have been. I mean, look, the likelihood is it wouldn't have been much different, but it could have been different with. Harris and Warner going out to bat there, given what had happened to those two in England. Um, and I think I think Broad should have played at the MCG. Robinson looks exhausted. He's, he's not fit enough, broadly speaking, anyway. Um, and Broad was... I, I thought he was OK in Adelaide. He had a couple of spells that, where he was really hard to handle. So um, that surprised me that they wouldn't have, um, they wouldn't have played him in Melbourne. Um, they probably thought Robinson would be suited to the MCG. And if he was fit in the, on top of his game, that he probably would have. But... He's sort of been the one that has played all the way through. So, yeah, I think that they made a mistake with Broad twice, to be honest. And, um, you know, I understand why they didn't play Anderson in Brisbane, um, given he'd had a little bit of a rumble in the calf. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been disappointing. And it's um, for Chris Silverwood sort of to come out after the Adelaide test and say, no, I think we got our selections right. Well, I think he would have looked better if he'd said, you know, in hindsight, we could have, we probably mm. should have gone a different way. But, 
um, I guess, yeah, he's the man who's in all the power and there's been so much discussion amongst the English media now about, um, and over, over in England, about what the future holds and the systemic issues they've got in county cricket and so forth. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it's uh, going to be interesting to see what happens post this series with Joe Root's captaincy and, and Silverwood as the coach because, yeah, some of their decision-making has been very poor. Well, Broad's back in, obviously, uh, tomorrow. Robinson is being rested. Um, do you reckon part of the reason is because he's spoken out against Root? He was just dropped for the MCG test, behavioural? Uh, no. Look, I think they know what they've got with, with Broad. He, he's always quite he's always been quite outspoken about, you know, in the, in the latter years anyway, when he's been left out, he's expressed his disappointment. Both he and Jimmy Anderson do some work in the media. It's probably not ideal for a camp that's already a bit split to have, mm. you know, guys talking so openly about selection. But um, look, it probably, it probably doesn't help his case. But um, I think they know what they've got with with, with Broad, and um, and that just sort of he, he's very honest with what he says, and he was disappointed. They would have known that anyway. So yeah, I think that's um, that's just the way it is. But it, it is another sort of example, isn't it, of where things just have gone badly for England and. When you need to have one big united front, they don't really have that because everyone's got a theory at the moment on what the problem is and, and what the decisions have been. Hello, uh, Boland, lucky to hold his spot after getting six or seven. Well, if you compare it to Richardson, <laughs> you know, Richardson gets dumped after five. Five, uh, that is good. Not good, though, for uh, Josh Hazelwood not coming up 100%, though. No, minimum seven wickets for mine to hold your spot, I would have thought. But... <laughs> um, no, look, I think... Uh, yeah, Hazelwood. I actually interviewed him on, I think it was the first or second day in Melbourne, he, one of our pre-day interviews, and he didn't seem super confident. Then we were sort of a little bit taken back by um, by his lack of confidence. So it's just one of those feel injuries rather than, than a scan. And um, so he's they're just taking... There's no need to bring him back if, if, unless they're absolutely sure. So I think they're still hoping he'll get back for Hobart, but it's great for Boland. I think Richardson still, he's a bit sore out of Adelaide too, which... Um, which is disappointing for him. If, if he was fully fully fit and they had to choose between the two, um, then I, it would have been an interesting call. I, I know they did initially talk to Bolan about being potentially available to play at the MCG and also the SCG. So right. um, okay. that that um, you know they, they obviously thought, given that uh, how they've seen these both the pitches that. That, uh, that they would suit the way Boland bowls, and you know you absolutely know what you're going to get with him. But just sure <laughs> extraordinary. Last week, that's for sure. What a debut. Yeah, but let's remember the, the standards they set in New Zealand. What Patel took 10 wickets in an innings and he got dropped for the next <laughs> test, didn't he? So, unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. Well, they're not going that well, so no, they made the no. wrong calls. No, no. Hey, um, and about this uh, this SCG and all that, that big kerfuffle, a lot of it was around um, uh, Joe Root saying that they, they didn't pitch the ball up enough. And I think, you know, that's been proven the way the Aussies have bowled. Stuart Broad said, well, you know, um, I think he, he rejected that criticism. Is that the same? Is that what they've got to do again at the SCG? Um, and it seems as though that we're not going to go with the two spinners that people... You know, it was always the case, but well, until about a decade ago, it always seemed to be you need two spinners at the SCG. We're not going to do that, but the, the bowlers, it's, it's all about that, that length again. Yeah, no, uh, I, I think you, you, different lengths for different grounds. And I, I think that's, you know, the, the bowlers like to kind of work it out so that they 
certainly the, the fast, the medium fast, so they're going to hit the top of off. And that can be slightly different on, on slightly different pitches. The Melbourne pitch had a bit more bounce in it. You're able to pitch mm. up a little bit more. But, yeah, it, I mean, the skill is to work it out, isn't it? To be able to work out where to bowl. And that was what they were too slow to do in Adelaide. And they were certainly better once they you know, got their field in the right place and pitched the ball up a little bit more. So, yeah, Sydney, like, getting back to the original part of your question about the spinners, it's disappointing for mine that it doesn't have those characteristics that it used to have. And I think um, I think we need to go back to that. You know, Melbourne seems to have found eventually, after a long time, found what it wants to be. Um, and I think Sydney, um, even if it's just for the test wicket, you know, the shield wicket could be a little bit different to give their the bowlers, the fast bowlers, a bit of love. But... I think they should be trying to get the test wicket to be back to what it used to be, where you have to play two spinners because we're about to tour, go off and tour in the subcontinent. And, you know, Swepson would be great if they could debut him and let him get, get the feel for test cricket before he heads off and probably plays, you know, six to ten tests in a year. Mm. Yeah, it'd be great. Oh, yeah, that's, I think we'd all like to see him out there, but uh, it might just be... It might be you know one spinner too many if they do, they do pick him. Um, geez, we've got some depth yeah, we, at the moment. Yeah, we have. I would have really thought long and hard about t- picking him instead of Lyon. I, I know you don't want to take the foot off, but yeah, the fast, if it's good enough for the fast bowlers to rotate, why can't the spinners rotate? So, I would have dropped I would have um, dropped Green, Hutto. Just, we've got enough all-rounders already as there is. And Stark and Cummins, yeah. you could almost have dropped Green and oh, played that he, extra he, bowler. Yeah, you know, he's got a personal problem with him, Hutto. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, Hutto, I've got to play this. this. He, I, came, Hutto, I came in early for this yeah. mongrel. I, I, came, I came in early and I said... <laughs> Badge was on holidays. Sats goes, look, I can't get in. I said, right, I'll go in there and, and I'll, I'll talk to Green. All right, I'll, I'll have a chat to Cam Green. Not a problem. This is how we started the interview. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, he doesn't deserve a spot <laughs> in the team. Hutto, it's not funny. Justin. It's not funny, Hutto. <laughs> it, it, it's very funny. And it's, it is funny how you'll hold that grudge for the rest of your media career and your life. <laughs> whenever you seem to do well, you, I unless curse he can him. somehow redeem himself. When he got that last wicket in the last test, I just cursed him. I thought, God. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but, but overrated. Overrated. He is tall, mongrel. Hey, but I, I just think, you know, if you wanted to, your theory on trying Swepson out before going to the subcontinent is a great idea. And if you want, we could almost, and I don't mean this in, in a disrespectful way towards the Poms, but we do have two other pretty good all rounders in, in that side. We could almost do without a green. We could, yeah, no, we could, but I think he is a real he is a real project for them, and he sort of had two inverse years, hasn't he? Last year he batted really well, couldn't get a wicket. This year yeah. he, he's struggling to get a run, but we've seen his bowling really develop. So I think, look, I, yeah, they absolutely could, and I don't think it would harm their chances of winning. But I think they just want to get as much cricket into him and develop him as a Test player because he's going to be a significant part of the future. Very diplomatic answer. I think it's a stupid idea to drop a bloke like Cam Green so early in his career. He might lose confidence. Hey, um, now there's all this talk about the coaches and Silverwood going to finish up and someone's going to take over. What Could you see this happening down the track if, if and when Justin Langer steps aside? Because it does, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's big sections that, that think he's going to finish up. Could you see him coaching the Poms? I wouldn't completely rule it out. I... It would be fascinating to know the current state of play. And I think probably Cricket Australia, you know, it might have been easier for them if um, Justin at the side of time was up himself. But, yeah, he's indicated that's not the case. So 
Yeah, mm. the, the comments or the non-comments from Cummins the other day were interesting. Yeah, um, yeah I think there's, there's, a, there's a fair bit going on still in that space. But as to where it ends, uh, with, with another T20 World Cup in a home country, I'm pretty sure Justin will be keen to, to, um, to be coaching them for that. And, um, and it's hard to argue against, given the form that we've had in the shorter form and, and in this test series. You know, they've done... He, he's got the team... He's in charge of the team that's done everything that could possibly be asked. So it'll be a big call to move him on. But yeah, I guess we'll, like, he's out of contract, and, and we know there was clearly some dispute there between him and the players. So we'll see where it ends up. Right, yeah. Good luck. We uh, look forward to your call tomorrow. Actually, I noticed Badge put this down as a question. Is there a backup commentary team just in case COVID runs <laughs> rampant through the commentary team? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it potentially could have happened in Melbourne. I mean, saw Channel 7 get. Um, you know, get yeah. get hit by it significantly, and the ramifications are still sort of floating through. Glenn McGrath, fingers crossed, he'll be able to get to the test by the third day for McGrath Day for the pink test. He's been hit, and there's a couple of others, I think. So, um, yeah, look, yeah, you do. It's not my job to do that, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there'd be there'd be. Actually, I know of a couple of couple of mates in the media who have definitely got their hands high, saying uh, if if uh, if there's a a vacancy at Seven or Fox or anywhere. I'm, I'm here. I'm keen to do it. So you just, you you just, you just got to make yourself available and hope for the best. You'd like to a chance. Yeah, well, we are, <laughs> particularly if our, our fear yeah. is. And eighth. We're eighth up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hello. Start. Good luck with the call tomorrow. Uh, starting tomorrow, the fourth Thanks, test, guys. the pink test at the SCG. Uh, you'll hear it on SCN Cricket. Uh, mate, we'll let you get back to the driving range. What are you working on? Uh, pretty much everything, but uh, yeah, just getting those irons, just getting them to shape beautifully, and I might have to put a bit few more hours in. I think judging oh, on how I'm going so far. God, isn't it good <laughs> not having a full time job, Badge? How, how good's that? Oh, no. <laughs> Hard <laughs> being off scratch. <laughs> Anthony Hudson, thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Cheers, lads. Well, Hotto looks up his uh, Wikipedia. We better get to a break. <laughs> <laughs> this is, geez, I wish I had that nickname. Oh. It's probably taken yeah. down now, listeners. But he put it up. He put it up there himself. <laughs> it was in bold, in large letters. I go and have a list, uh, look at it. Look up Anthony Hudson on Wikipedia. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Jay. Sats on holidays till the uh, end of January. Don't forget to get your texts through. Or not, 0457 736 736 is our text number. Don't forget to tell us uh, your name, where you're listening and uh, and how you're listening to us uh, tonight. One of the things we talked about off the top of the show uh, was coaches. Does England and Australia, at the top level, do we need cricket coaches nowadays? Mm. Uh, an idea from Ciappelli today, Badge. Well, it's, you know, he said it many times and he just doesn't see the point of it because he played in an era where he was the captain or there was a captain he played under and... They made, they made everything happen. But it's a much more difficult role, I imagine. No, I'm just talking about the on-field stuff. But everything else that goes with the captaincy of the Australian Test side now and all the media commitments that wouldn't have been anywhere near as many back in the day, uh, I, I think it's crazy, uh, the idea that you wouldn't have a coach. I think it's very necessary at, at all levels of sport. Um, can you imagine Ariane Titmus without a coach? Would she have achieved what? She, she'll tell you no way. Uh, and many, many examples of... I can, you know of um, of how worthy they are, so I can't see that ev- that retrospective step ever happening. But um, you know, we did, you mentioned this text earlier on from Gary. Uh, he says he's on Sats's side, who's not even here. Uh, but of course, we need cricket coaches at the top level. If you don't have them to make the decisions, 
uh, select and selections that would cause so much disharmony in the team if the captain had to drop his teammates. Yeah, they're very good. Very good point. I've got one here. Some of the hard things about the game. Uh, one here says, uh, man boobs, must be talking to you, Badge. Uh, there is far too many support <laughs> staff, a bit like on your show. So get rid oh. of all the hanger-ons. Assistant coaches are only needed in camps and lead-up. I agree with that. But still need a head coach who knows all facets of the game anyway from experience. Your show needs to cut back uh, to two or one like most sports shows also. What? Is that our boss? It might be. We're back to two while Sats is away. I think um, he wants it. I think this person hasn't put their name on it wants it back to one. Yeah. Imagine you doing everything, want, want Badge. Job. Oh, it wouldn't be me. It'd be you. John, <laughs> the Murrurundi Seagull says, Cam Green is the next Aussie cricket captain, Justin. He's some other stuff. That's not what a head nice. of Travis but, Head. Cam Green has taken a couple of wickets and scored a couple of runs. Nice guy. Travis Head's not even playing, mate. Yeah, one test. He's out with COVID. Right. Righto. Okay. Who is the, Okay, let me throw this out there. 0457 736 736. Let's say Pat Cummins. I mean, is it Steve Smith? So if something happened to Pat Cummins and he broke it's down. It's Steve Smith. They it's just Steve did that. Smith, yeah. So yeah. it'll be Steve Smith. Then who's yeah. the vice? Like, we, we lack. We Dave lack, Warner, the best vice captain we've ever had. No, um, no, I the can't. I don't know. Oh, uh, no. Who is it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Please not. Alex more. Carey. He's, he's yeah, been quite good, isn't he? Yeah, he struggled a bit when he was captain uh, of Australia. A eh? they may remember against India, he actually copped some what? criticism for his his bowling changes, his field placings, all that oh, sort okay. of stuff. But but anyway, look, you live and learn, right? Yeah. Um, what else yeah. is there? Oh, hang on. Um, we talked about Blake Ferguson earlier. Yeah, we did. Um, apparently, he'll be uh, in a team in prison in Japan, according the, to Grumpy oh. Tamora. Hey, there's a story I've just read about Blake Ferguson. They're saying, you know, there's even a chance that the team that he plays for could... It, it, the pure embarrassment and the whole competition, the embarrassment of what's happened with him um, having a fight and then also being arrested on drug charges, the team could pull the pin... The coach and anyone who was involved with him and no didn't way. didn't explain the the the, uh, the situation when he first arrived, they are likely to be sacked. Uh, so Michael Chicker, uh, who who took over last year with this club, there's a chance his job's on the line. All over this, it's it's completely embarrassed the team mm. and and the competition over there and uh, in Japan. And uh, it's a lot, you know, there's a lot more to this story to happen. Have your say on the show tonight, 0457-736-736. Shoot us a text. Uh, tell us how you're listening, where you're listening, your name, all that sort of stuff. We're up for anything, aren't we, Badge? We better get to a break. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to the all-new redesigned Kia Sportage, a medium SUV. It's been unleashed. Find out more, kia.com forward slash au. When we come back, Chris Nelson, uh, he's got some racing Queensland news for us on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Chris Nelson's back. He's the now his new role on the show is the WA Racing uh, Tipster. Thank you for a tip in the Perth Cup on Saturday, Chris. Well done. 
Thank you very much. And uh, look, on a day that was ruined by rain pretty much uh, <laughs> Everywhere. in Brisbane, yes. thankful for Perth, weren't we? We certainly were. Now, listen, let's talk about uh, what's happening in Queensland. It's a big week of racing, and it's exciting because the um, the Magic Millions Carnival kicks off this Saturday. It does. Uh, but before we get to there, we've got some really good racing this week. We kick it off at Dooman tomorrow, Cairns on Thursday. Uh, Mackay races during the day on Friday, and the Sunshine Coast will race Friday night. Now, that leads us into the Saturday uh, Ipswich, Townsville, Bell at the non-tab meetings. I'm not sure where Bell is, Jace. You might know. How do you and spell of course, it? The big one, B E double L. Strangely enough. Oh, Bell. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I couldn't understand <laughs> your Victorian accent. Oh, no worries. It was Bell. <laughs> uh, and the big one, of course, is at the is at the Gold Coast. Sorry, it's the first the Saturday of the Magic Millions Carnival, and we've got the Wave, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar feature, the Wake Parade race for three and four year olds. We've got the Rising Stars uh, Class 4s. Now, there's two of these. One's for the females, one's for the boys. They are both worth $242,000. That is fantastic prize money for Class 4 races. We've got a Magic Millions Country Cup, also worth $242,000. And a couple of very important two-year-old races, the Gold Nugget for the boys and the Pearl for the girls. And they are the final lead-up races to the big one the week after the Magic Millions for the two-year-olds. And uh, those horses that haven't quite made it yet will be looking to increase their bank balance and get a start in that big race. Rightio, Bell. Let me tell you a bit about Bell. In the 2016 mm. census, uh, Bell had a population of 502. Bell is in the western mm-hmm. foothills of the Bunya Mountains, 39 k's north of Dolby. And I can tell you right now, the Bellevue Hotel looks awesome. <laughs> Good def- place to go for a drink. I think that might be the place to go, my friend. I'm just looking at it. it; looks all right. So there you have it. Look at that, me giving you all the information on the racetracks that you should know about. The Tab Queensland. What? what? <laughs> I was going to say it's not that far away. If it's just that uh, that far out of Dolby, it's not really that far away. So it's a track we could get to, Jason. Have a beer on the way there and the way back responsibly. Uh, of drink course. responsibly, of course, and gamble responsibly. Do everything responsibly. Correct. The Tab Queensland Summer yep. Racing Carnival has arrived. You drive. Uh, head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. <laughs> oh, I like a roadie. Uh, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll chat again Thursday about this. Is it too far for an Uber? I think it is. <laughs> yeah, right. Chris Nelson there, Badge. Uh, here on Sports Day, uh, we're getting to the weather very quickly for New Farm mm-hmm. Australian through and through. Sydney tomorrow for the fourth test. Badge, how's it looking? Uh, rain. Yeah, actually, it looks like there's going to be a bit of rain hanging around for at least... Wednesday, Thursday, a bit of Friday. The Poms are a chance of a draw, aren't they? So and that's a good result. Is that a win? For the for England? Oh, absolutely. If they don't lose 5-0, anything's a win. And g'day to our listeners listening through 2AD in Armidale, top of 25 degrees tomorrow, uh, 50% chance of rain for Armidale. New Farms products are formulated for, with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Off the text on 0457 736 736. Uh, yeah, Daniel from Prairie Road, I'll try to shorten this uh, regarding the NRL's new COVID measures. Uh, what's the point of being vaccinated if they're going to have all their freedoms and liberties taken from them like everyone else in the community? He understands the unvaccinated, vaccinated not being able to say, but if players are vaccinated, they should have limitations, shouldn't have limitations placed on them. Yeah, fair, fair call. enough. Rat test before training should be enough and game day. Right, I feel for the players. Yeah, Good on you, there. Daniel. Thanks for your text. This is Sports Day.
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.